Hey there, Man Dog fans. Thanks for listening. It's Dan. Happy almost new year. We don't have a brand new episode for you today, but we are unlocking an episode from our Patreon. This one's called A Jungian Sangria. Uh, this one is Ryan and I doing a little two-man, uh, which is we do every Monday behind the paywall. If you haven't joined the Patreon yet, oh, there goes my dog. Let's leave that in because I've done two minutes worth of takes, uh, so we're going to leave this one in. If you haven't heard the Patreon yet, that's the type of thing that's on it. You're about to hear it now. Please join us. Maybe that'll be your New Year's resolution is to listen to our podcast, but for money. We have the free stuff that you get, the guest episodes, plus video of all our episodes, plus an extra two-man. Patreon.com slash you're the man now, dog. Check it out if you'd like. If not, keep enjoying these Friday episodes. We'll have plenty more fun ones in the new year. And thanks again for listening. Bye. everybody and welcome back to the man dog pod it is your improv and conversation podcast hosted by me ryan rosenberg and my good buddy dan lippert how are you dan <clears throat> excuse me i, I had You're to clear excused. my throat and now yes. i'm here hello 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 i'm doing really well uh today folks it's just a two-man comedy episode with me and dan and we figured it would be fun to do a little bit more of like an improv nerd kind of thing so we were going to do a a forum that we had done a lot uh, when we were coming up in improv, and it should be fun, easy, and fun. Fun, right? easy, and fun. Yeah, we're going to do a little pattern game. So, yes. hey, I don't know what everyone's improv knowledge or experience is. This is the base level of, of the Herald opener. You, you, you free associate. The, the simple explanation is you free associate based on a suggestion. You let that free association get you to some discoveries of premises and ideas, and then those will get us into little scenes. Yeah, just yeah? generating some random information that we find fun and taking it somewhere that hopefully is even more fun. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know why I'm, just, I'm free associating right now, but let, I, I think as of this recording, Harold Knight will have started again. It used to be in Los Angeles on Monday That's nights. Right. and uh, That's right. Uh, you know, there's the Herald Experience show that I believe James Mastriani runs in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. So if you're an improviser in L.A. or if you're ever in L.A., that's the kind of thing that we're drawing from. You should go to those shows. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah. I don't think there's much more to explain, right? Let's we're just going to basically start with a word. We'll do some free associating till we find an idea we like. Then we'll do a scene based off that. And then we'll free associate based off that scene until we find an idea we like. Then we'll do a scene off of it. Then we'll free associate again and so on and so forth. Hopefully until you're all laughing until you cry in your little pants. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. I yeah. just Googled random word generator. Clicking right. on it now. Number of words, one. Generate random words. What a funny thing the internet is. Yeah. The word that came up is represent. Represent. represent and typically they'll start by saying 
represent. Okay. Voting. Waiting in line. Uh-huh. Uh, movies. Getting that soda refill. Hmm. Picking the right time in the movie to go get the refill. Yeah. Um, like a, a, I always think about how I'm talking too much. Um, but, uh, like, do, is that built into how movies are made? It's like this point is kind of has to be the part where everyone goes to pee or, or gets the soda. Right. right. Okay. 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 So Bob, we love the script. We love the way it's headed. And honestly, it's wall-to-wall action. It is just fantastic. I couldn't put it down. I was turning every single page, which is almost exactly what I'm looking for. Look, I I have to say, every time I get notes from you, I am just like, I started humbly uh, making indie films. And so even to be working for the Marvel property is incredible. So thank you uh, Oh, of course. And we love what you've done here. I just, I, I can't be clear enough about that. It's a fantastic script. So these notes are, <clears throat> you know, I need them incorporated, but they're not uh, a content note so much as uh, structure notes, if okay. that makes sense. Thank you. Yeah. So, yes. As you can see, we get through the first act. It's beautiful. I love it. I love the uh, the midpoint moment where Thanos comes to really realize what he has to do is fantastic. And as soon as we start his journey into the second half, I'm just a little concerned that people are going to need a break to go to the bathroom. You know, so I really want to put in one really like boring Aven- scene. The Avengers should go to the bathroom? Like, like oh, like the post-credit sequence where they're eating shawarma, but here they're going to the bathroom? Almost, almost. But no, I'm talking about the actual theater goer. As you know, this movie's going to be long. The script is nearly 200 pages, right? Right. We want to leave a space in there for people to leave and go to the bathroom, but we don't want to put in an intermission. We just want something that's really clear to everybody. Oh, this is the boring part. I'm going to go pee. You know, I, I hear, I totally hear what you're saying, and I'm learning so much working for the big studio system here, and mm-hmm. I just want to do right by you. But at the end of the day, I am still an artist, you know, and I I don't understand how that's an artistic choice, you know, because I want my movies to last forever. And and in 30 years, people might have bigger bladders. They might have smaller bladders. You know, you Mm -hmm. don't want to base it on the, the 2020s audiences bathroom situation. Of course. And I know this probably seems like one of those annoying studio notes, you know, but we have studied this and people really need a break. And we have found that even if they don't actually go outside and go pee, they can find the same amount of relief just by sort of having a mental breather. You know what I mean? So if you remember in, uh, in the Avengers Endgame, there's that one scene, it goes by really quick if you're, if you're really involved in the movie, but there's that one scene where they just get gas. They just stop and they get gas and they stand outside Uh the car and it's pretty boring. And again, you may not even remember it thinking back because it's intentionally so boring. But while okay. you're sitting through, it doesn't feel boring. It just feels like a proper breaking. All right. Well, I, I'm learning, and you know, I'm a student of cinema. And uh, even Martin Scorsese talks about, you know, uh, the great right. Scorsese, who I love his work. And uh, right. oh, how, how could you? Genius. Know? 
he talks about how, you know, uh, even the way you edit a movie, an edit is happening when people would naturally blink. It's a reset point. And so right. I, I guess, you know, if, if, you, if you do frame it as the human experience, we have to pee in real life. So the film right. should be human in that way. The film should have to go potty. Absolutely. Okay. Thank great. you so much Understood. for understanding. Thank you. Man, it's so nice to deal with a writer who behaves like an adult. You know what I mean? Oh, thank Of you. course, we're all artists. Of course, we all want to be considered. But at the end of the day, this is a job, you know? Sure. And I really appreciate you meeting me where we are. That's, that's really awesome. Um, I do have a couple small other notes. Yeah, uh, Again, they're just, they're very small. <clears throat> so right after the pee scene, I think we want to get back into it hard, which we do. And I think that's fantastic. But we want to just leave like a, not a whole scene, but like a micro moment for someone to check their phone for texts. You know what I mean? Because we're getting into hour two of the movie. It's page 120. It's like, God, most movies would be over by now, but I got a lot more Marvel to sit through. I really want people to be able to have that moment to just check their text, not send texts, not have a phone call, but just check the text so that they know what they're getting into when the movie's over. When they leave the theater, they know if everyone's going to come to dinner, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, yeah. I, I, I guess we're just trying to have our cake and eat it too here with this Marvel mm -hmm. stuff where it's like, do we want to be big popcorn movies what, that everyone yes. can go to and pee and check their phone whenever they want? Or do we want to make a three-hour movie that's very sad and not funny at all? Um, and I feel like we're trying yes, to do both. both. Yeah, yes. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's just tough for me because, like, you know, the movie starts with, um, you know, a character's young daughter dying of cancer. And uh, it's tough and it's Beautifully heavy. written, by the way. Really Thank beautifully you. written. Doesn't even feel like a Marvel movie. And I, I mean that in a good way. Yeah, I, I hope yeah. people really love that, is that they're going to a Marvel movie and it's like, I don't know, they get a little bit high first and then you immediately make them face the idea of a child dying. Um, yeah, yeah, I love that. Great. It's so now, but I'm like, check their phones in one of my films. I don't write for that. Mm -hmm. You know, do you think that, that Orson Welles wrote for people to check their phones during his films? Do, do you think Wait, that? No. Yeah, you know, Alfred Hitchcock. I think of any of the greats. They did not expect. They didn't write for the dumbest common denominator. They yeah. wrote for the smart guy who peed before the movie, turned their phone on silent, and wants mm -hmm. to be present. So I won't take that note. I, 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 I'll draw the okay, line. Okay, okay. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. I'm not trying to make anybody mad. But I do want you to realize... Those guys made movies that were 90 minutes or less, and they were losers. And they couldn't hold anyone's attention for three to four hours like we're trying to do. Okay? My, my other big pitch for you is that it should be longer. I think your work is so good that I Thank think you. we could do wow. a post-epilogue prologue that leads into a middle that leads into another epilogue. I, I think was, people are are done being done right after the first cutscene. Uh, this is actually, you know what? Okay, how about here's how we'll compromise? Because I love okay. that you you're excited about this. Your I'll script give you, is incredible. I'll give you a scene where maybe there's just a scene where Scarlet Witch also checks her phone for a while in real time. Interesting, and she's just sort looking, of cueing the audience. And, and you're not even seeing what she's seeing. Maybe you see a couple and it's her just being like mad that spam texts exist now. Maybe uh, even like just one second, just one second. Yeah, just a second. Oh, shit, yeah. this massage place really wants me to come back post-pandemic. You know, yes, they're offering 20% off. And it's nothing for the character. But I'll do that. 
but you have to let me do something I want to do, which is okay, Scorsese. Okay, right, Scorsese. For us, what for is them. it? I'd like to introduce the superverse. I'm done with the multiverse. This is one step bigger. It's the superverse. The superverse. Okay, yes. now that's interesting. Now, what do you mean by that? Well, within the multiverse, there's another universe where everyone's Superman, and I know we don't own Superman, so you know we'll have Very to figure that out. We could buy but it, no problem. Fan service. I know we can buy everything, right? Yes. So just hey, yes. Superman. And okay. we create a superverse where all of a sudden all of the Avengers go to an all Superman universe. Right. And they kind of learn what if everyone's a superhero. Right. Man. And Superman. I really uh, like this. Well, su- Superman's wife dies of cancer. Oh, so, okay. So now That's you funny. have to care about him, right? You have That's to care funny. about him. Quick and easy. We, we do it in 10 seconds. You wow. Know, we, wow. We're, yes. We're, Great. Yes. Wow. Okay. Great. I love this idea. I love this idea. The only hitch I'm seeing, the only hitch, where are we going to put the haircut? Break? Um, the only hitch I'm seeing is that I want to leave a little bit of space again, not, not an intermission, not a cut, not a pause, but just some boredom, some intentional boredom for men who are a little behind on a haircut right. and they can't get them because they work till after seven but all the haircut places close at seven. So the weekend is really their only time, right? But on the weekend is also when their families require them. So I want there to be a little moment for men to run out and get a quick, fantastic Sam's while their kids are still safe in the theater. Does that make sense? I mean, this is just what the markets are telling us. This is what all of our research and all the return on investment stuff is, is telling us we need to do. Mike, you're late to the dinner party, man. I, and, and look at you. I mean, your hair is uncut. You didn't respond to any of my texts. What happened? I'm sorry. This movie was wall-to-wall good. Dude, I, I thought I could sneak in the haircut in the third act, and I didn't have time because the movie was just so tight. It's like this fucking guy, whoever this writer was, he wanted the movie to be tight. Doesn't know I have things to do. I pissed my pants. Yeah, you I missed your pissed. text, and I didn't even get a haircut. And I'm i am really sorry, man. These movies, they're making these movies fucking horrible lately. Why That's did my they, bad, dude. It was so nice when I knew exactly what I was going into when I walked in the movie. Now that you're telling me they're making them good? They're making them really good, and there's well, not a chance to do errands. Or all right. I'm not, I appreciate that review. I'm not going to go see it, and I'll look forward to your letterbox. Oh, come on. I don't want to dissuade you from seeing it. I mean, it, it, honestly, it's a really good movie. You're just, it, The thing that sucks about it, though, is like you're going to want to watch the whole thing, and there's none no. of those cool scenes where there's breaks. Not interested. Not interested. I mean, you're in here. You're stinking of urine. Your hair is just a little too long, uh, and I can but just a, I, just a little too long. But it's noticeable, and it's a big dinner party here. I mean, you yeah. know, we're wooing the boss. Right, right. I probably should, God. I should have just. I should have just peed and missed a good part of the movie. No, you did the right thing, but it's just we're fucked now. Is all. You mean that? Yeah, it was good that I stayed and I watched the movie because it was good. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, the movie's yeah, good. Okay. You should watch it. But here we are now. You stink Damn. like you're in. Your hair is just a little too long, and uh, we were going to pitch our boss on our good, exciting idea. But I don't. It's not worth it now. We'll do it another night. Just next time. Is he here yet? Is, is the boss here yet? Sorry, I'm late, fellas. Do you have a change of pants? I just saw an amazing movie. I got great news for you. <laughs> so did I. Scene. Scene. Oh, boy. 
a little commentary uh, in there, maybe? I don't yes, know. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. All uh, right, let's jump Speaking of commentary, word. well, I uh, think we should jump off a of commentary. Let's commentary, say ESPN. Great. Uh, booyah. <laughs> um, Batman. Um, uh, yeah, telling a Jungian story. Having lots of layers. Uh, a Jungian bean dip. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for coming over. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for coming over. Oh, thank you for hosting and for making the time. Oh, absolutely. Yep. So we really wanted to have everybody over and talk with all the other analysts and see, you know, just how everybody's doing, how everybody's going along with all the, you know, civil unrest and every, everybody's feeling crazy. We all it's, know that. And so, you know, how is everybody's patience doing? Oh yes, it's been, it's become such a odd time out there. Excuse me, I, it, you know, and I find that the way my patients are feeling is has been represented in multiple elements of my life. You just cannot hide from what's going on out there, and you cannot bottle them up. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. We are so used to dealing with that right now, and it's you just you have to get used to the changes. I'm even noticing, uh, you know, just as I walk up to your house, your Halloween decorations, there's something a little Freudian about them. They're, they're, uh, is everything going okay in your love life? Ah, you noticed. You yes, noticed the Freudian as well. Yes. I mean, what isn't a little Freudian? <laughs> I yes. think we all know that. There's a well, little bit of Freudian in all of us. Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar, but yes, <laughs> yes. You're funny. You're funny, Delvin. You're funny, Delvin. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, they are a little bit Jungian. Uh, they are a little bit, um, you know, Freudian. Jungian and Freudian. Uh, no, I didn't they're a little even, bit Jungian, they're a little bit Freudian, they're a little bit Faustian, in my opinion. There is a um, bargain with the devil happening outside, isn't there? It's very Faustian. 100%. Yes. And I'll tell you where else there was a bargain. Ralph's. <laughs> because I have a fantastic, fantastic appetizer tonight. Oh. Now I was I was searching the Ralphs and I said, "What do I need? Pineapple, fruit, mm. Mm. something more yummy, something yes. a little deeper." So yes. what I'm presenting is my piece of the potluck is a 26 layer Youngian bean dip. Wow! Everybody wow. knows the seven layers of hell, much like the seven layers of normal bean dip. This is a much more Jungian, much deeper, much more interpretable. What I love about that is, you know, just off the top of my head, I can maybe get to 12 layers of a bean dip. But in the 20s, and that's just like our Jungian selves, where just when you think you've gone as deep as you can go, you go a little deeper. And you're seeing, uh, you know, as I'm seeing right there, it looks like a corn paste, uh, you know, uh, 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 but an that emotional corn paste. That is absolutely right, Delvin. Delvin, that is absolutely right. This is the most deepest bean dip you've ever seen and you 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 get to the cheese you get to the guac you get to the sauce you get to the beans you get to the cheese you get to the sour cream and you simply go how much deeper could i go and i uh -huh. 
I have been, you know, to bring this back to our patients while we're having the round table, I often stop at cream or cheese with my patients right. or clients, excuse me. And I really want to get below. I really want to get down to the beans or lower. Yes. And, and I'm looking here even. And because it's not all sour, it's a little sweet, which you've represented with, it looks like a chocolate. Uh, is it a mole sauce or just chocolate there? Well, there's a sour cream. There's a creme fraiche. Uh-huh. There's a dark chocolate. There's a light chocolate. There's a hazelnut. There's a peanut. There's a bean. There's a peanut. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, you know, it's not your traditional bean dip, not in any way, shape, or form. It's, no, it's, it's not. It's a well, departure, but also home at the same time. I will say um, I found myself absolutely weeping at the Cost Plus World Market today as I was delving into my own psyche trying to figure out what to make to drink. And... Uh, <laughs> Where I found myself was a bit of a, I'll call it a, um, let's see, a sangria de soul. It's a sangria of the soul. And, and what I mean there is it is a representation of my own, again, Jungian darkness that I'm feel, feeling right now. And I find that I'm experiencing a lot of Jungian projections on my lovers. Interesting. And on my um, children with whom I do not currently speak. And I wanted to represent those projections in the sangria. So it's a reflective sangria. It literally shows, through your own hatred of the sangria, it shows you your own self. Wow. Wow, that is a beautiful sangria and very, very onion. I totally see what you mean. I feel it. I must first thank you for the compliment and then follow up by saying, is there a chip long enough for the dip or should I be getting in there forearm deep or what is the vibe here? No, 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 of course. Of course we had long chips made. (laughs) (laughs) And these chips are designed to go from layer to layer. They are designed to delve deep, much like the compassionate inquiry that we go through with all of our clients. And I am seeing with the chip here, and I must call it out because I am in company that will understand it. Oh, here comes a a Freudian. Yes, it's a penile chip. It is very (laughs) penile and... uh, very Freudian here. Well, and, uh, phallic. I think you. I think you mean phallic. <laughs> but I, I, you know what I appreciate about you is your forward nature. Mm. Your forward nature. There's no reason to hide behind Freud's once scientific language. We're all therapists. Yeah, we can speak plainly, and we know what we mean academically. Absolutely, absolutely. These are penile chips, <laughs> and when I put it into my mouth, I dream that I am licking my father's penis. And that's what I was going to say: is I cannot help but dip this chip into the <laughs> twenty-four layer Jungian uh, dip and be uh, filleting in a Freudian way my own father as I eat this dinner. 
which of course is a representation of my both love for him, but need to pleasure him at my own displeasure. Oh my God. I have just made a deep revelation about the sangria. While I have noticed the penility of the chip, (laughs) I did not at first realize the reminiscence of the sangria to my mother's own sack. Yes, that (laughs) is in there. Of course, I mean placential sack. Where I once came from, lived in, and ate of is the same as this fruited wine drink. And it has made me remember back to the day when I breached passage into this world. I cannot believe you had that experience with it because I think I subconsciously made that happen uh, to, through my own experience. As Robert Bly himself says, on the day of the wedding, there is a secret meeting between mother and daughter where they trade off the monster in the eyes of the son or husband. And this sack is me birthing outside of my own mother, the sangria, and drinking it. And then uh, when I urine it out later, it will be me (laughs) urining out the monster of a mother that is now what I project onto my very own life partner uh, who would like to be called my wife, but we are in big disagreement on that. Oh, that is so fascinating. So, so fascinating. Sorry I'm late. (laughs) 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 Scene, sorry. I didn't realize I hadn't been that person yet. (laughs) We were probably more like 10 to 12 characters in that scene. 10 to 12 people all just talking exactly the same. (laughs) Notably Delvin. Mm-hmm. Okay, how about um, Elf? Elf. Um, Christmas. Um, uh, shopping. Oh, um, self-checkout. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like a self, uh, a self-checkup. Like a doctor's checkup. <laughs> um, thanks for coming in today. Um, do you have your insurance card and your um, driver's license? You can just sign in right there. Uh, I do, but I'm not sure I'm going to need that. Uh, but yeah, here, here you are. Oh, uh, okay. Are you because uh, you, uh, you're in the system or is it your first time here? Well, I just uh, – no, I, I've come here since I was a kid, actually. I, I – I feel silly about still seeing my podiatrist or not my podiatrist. <laughs> I, I do feel silly about seeing my podiatrist. I'm walking fine, <laughs> no, but my, uh, my, my, uh, pediatric doctor, I, I, I just feel right. like I'm kind of past this. I understand that, but you know, the, these doctors, even though, it, you know, those lifelong bonds are very important. And, um, Dr. Um, Zucker obviously really, um, is a, is a great woman. And I think, uh, it makes sense. That you okay. Keep seeing her. Um, but- I don't. I, this was this will be my last appointment. Uh, oh, but I well, I didn't want to cancel the appointment. But I just I wanted to come, do my last appointment, see the doctor, and just sort of let her know what's going on. If that's okay. Uh, well, thanks for coming in here, um, Mike. Uh, my receptionist told me that this was going to be your last appointment. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, we've been doing this a long time and you have been a fantastic doctor. Something that I really appreciate is that not only do you care for me, but you're very educational. And I really feel like I've learned a lot from you by having these appointments. Um, but before I came in today, um, I did a self-checkup and it felt like it was pretty much the same thing. So I think I'm just going to have to go with that for a while. And okay. if anything comes up that I can't handle, then I'll, you'd be my first doc, real doctor to call. But, but I, I just really feel like I could go alone for now. Okay. Um, well, I wish I could say I respect your decision, but I don't. Um, I'm reminded of a uh, little bumper sticker that I walked past that I should have bought now that I'm feeling this emotion. And it said, your Google search history is not worth as much as my medical degree. And, and I'm really feeling that right now, right? Because, mm -hmm. you, you know, that what? Uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'm letting my emotions get in the way. Do I'm really sorry, doctor. I, I'm sure you deal with this all the time. Uh, well, because you're such a good teacher that people probably don't need you <laughs> forever. You know, it, it, if anything, it's a, it's, it's a, it says a lot about your service. You know, I don't I see it that service way Service is what you I like appreciate it. I don't see it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see it that way at all. Um, and so what you said, you did a self checkup. Well, let me do a checkup and let's see if what you saw is uh, matched with what I see, you know? Okay. I mean, I really don't think it's necessary. I touched my balls and everything, but. If you want to do it, we can it's do it physical. I do more than just touch your balls. I'm checking for a hernia while I'm doing that, okay? Right. And, yeah. As well as, you know, a, um, now at this age, testicular cancer or lumps or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, neither, none of those, so I'm good. What's next? Well, I'll be the judge of that. Uh, would you mind? Okay. And yet, yet you're not pants a, first? Well, yeah, you're not sure. a kid anymore. You just have to kind of pull the equipment out. You don't have to take your pants all the way down like that. Hmm. Okay, well, I prefer to do it this way. <laughs> but I appreciate you calling it equipment and, and being a professional. Um, okay, okay. so as cough. you can see. <clears throat> okay. Other way. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you did that, right? Yeah, everything's looking good as far as that goes. Right, that's um, what I was saying. So. And um, let me just take your blood pressure here. Okay. Uh, and again, you and now you can put the pants on. Okay. I, you know, I prefer to keep them off for just right now. Uh, just okay, so well, know, then I will. I will ask that you get out of my chair. Then I, I guess. Um. Yeah, I'll hop up on the <laughs> patient chair. Uh, just to let you know, the blood pressure is seventy over uh, one fifty. So. Okay. Well, see, there you go. Right there. It's actually one fifty over seventy. Seventy over one fifty would be a huge, huge problem. Um, okay. Sorry about that, but I mean the numbers were the same. I just did it with my finger. Okay, well, it, I was counting it, and I, that, so here, here we go. I, that's a little bit of an issue with your blood pressure. You want to be kind of in the one hundred and twenty over ninety range, uh, or one hundred and twenty mm -hmm. over eighty. So I'd like to actually put you on some statins. Um, can you write yourself a prescription for those? Uh, no, I guess I can't. So would you like me to write you one? Or no? How about Doctor U writes the prescription for that one? Is that hey, sound I'm right? Still paying this appointment. I mean. I haven't left you yet. I'm not trying to be rude. I, it seems like this has really affected you personally. I just feel like it would be saving us both some time. Aren't you guys slammed? Let's make room for another patient. I know how to do it myself. 
We are not slammed. We are usually behind, but it's because I take such care and love with my patients and such time to yeah. explain things. Now, right. um, watch this. Watch me hit my knee. Bink. It moves. It's fine. My reflexes are fine. That's not how testing <laughs> reflexes work. You can't test your own reflexes. I have Excuse to Excuse me. Get out of the you. way. Watch me put this freaking stick in my mouth. It doesn't even have to be this stick. You look, I'll use one I brought from outside. <laughs> uh, tongue's fine. It's not checking your tongue. It's all sorts of things. Your tongue is, of course, the window into, it is the closest to all your organs. So if there's an issue with your mm -hmm. tongue, I, I actually don't want to explain it to you. You can figure out yourself why I look at your tongue. Well, look at my tongue. Is it fine? Uh, I'm seeing something um, slightly. Totally no. normal. No, actually, totally it's totally normal. fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Wait, what do you mean? What no, you, I'm not concerned wait, at all about it. It's but fine. if you did see something, say something. I mean, I I think I saw everything, but if you did see something, then definitely see something. No, you're right. You can check yourself out. Uh, it actually looked totally fine here. What are you, starting to smoke a cigarette? Why are you getting so <laughs> aggressive? What's going on? Alexa, play Alanis Morissette, the song about Dave Coulier. <laughs> Isn't it ironic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, uh, Dave Coulier, how about Full House? Oh, uh, um, uh, poker. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Fireplace. Uh, the flu, like the... Mm-hmm. Um, breeze. Uh, this, like, the, the seasonal smell of someone's fireplace. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, knowing what season it is because of the breeze outside. Mm. Uh, the uh, knowing it's going to rain because of your your knee flare up or whatever your joints. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lightning. Uh, uh, hey, Dave, you in there, Dave? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, hey, yeah, neighbor. Just a second. Just hey. a sec. <clears throat> hey, what's going on, man? Oh, not too much. Not too much. Uh, how you doing? Everything good? I'm doing okay, Michael. What's uh, what's going on? This well, is kind of a random popover. Cut right to the chase. It um, it smells like you're really uh, having a nice night over here. You got the fireplace going and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. We're doing some old wine. We got the fireplace going. We're actually going to watch It's a Wonderful Life later. Just kind of getting in the holiday spirit. Sure, sure. Uh, the thing is, you know, I, I you know, it it, it is September. And I know you're kind of getting there, and you, you all a little early, a little early, admittedly, a little, but we did have a rainstorm, so it just felt apropos, <laughs> you know. It just really f's with my situation here because um, I, I kind of like to know the seasons, and when I, you know, I smell right. this, and there's a lot. I'm, I'm really getting in tune with my body and how my body reacts to things that I can't control, and one of them is seasonal. Right. And so if my body yeah. thinks we're going into f fall, it's going to start going into hibernation mode. And that, mm -hmm. of course, means the gut is going to grow. And right. I'm just a little worried is all. 
No, and I I can smell you got the brats going over there. You're trying to you're trying to believe we're still in summer, huh? <laughs> Just well, uh, you know, that's, that's we cute. are. September's still technically summer, you know, at this point, and I'm I'm also As trying 23rd, to. Twenty third, I do think we did kind of cross over into fall. <laughs> I mean, the time is. It's just change soon and- with climate change and everything like that. I do want to make sure my body is prepared. My mind is prepared. It, 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 right. And you know this about me. And I want to say it's a little almost insulting that you're doing this. Okay. Well, why don't I do this? Why don't I close up all the windows on your side of my house? And I will open up the flume at the top all the way and just let all the smell sort of go out the top or go over to the Hendersons and I'll try to keep it away from yours. Is it, would that, would that work? <sighs> just I, for a little while. I just feel like we just spent two and a half years learning about how particles move and mm-hmm. we understand through the mm-hmm. Corona situation, you know, that it doesn't just go where we want it to go. It's still going to go up my little nose. Well, Hey, I'm not the only one doing sort of, smells that are out of season right now. I didn't say anything when you were lighting off piccolo peats in the backyard last night, but I definitely smelled a little 4th of July and that's not exactly where I'm trying to be. I don't really want to sweat my ass off right now. I would like to wear a sweater and enjoy the fall. It's still summer. I'm going to say it one more time. It is still September. You can (sighs) still have, we had the leftover peats. September is not firework month, my man. That's June, July. If you and maybe you burn them in August if you didn't use all your Julys, but September twenty third, I mean, my man, I'll let you get away with the brats because it's seasonal eating. But Piccolo Pete's, the sound is Fourth of July. The smell is Fourth of July. I, I can't believe I'm getting this from you. You're in. Incre- you know what you are. You're glib and you're smug, and I'm gonna um, light a candle. I'm lighting a candle. Oh my God! What is it? What is that? What do you think it is? Do you smell that? That's pumpkin and sandalwood. Oh, do you smell God. that? Oh. It is so earthy and homey. I, I feel like I could just hibernate. I feel my beard growing out a little more. I mm-hmm. uh, my body's so confused. My body is cold, even though it's warm out, because it thinks I should be wearing a nice sweater right now. Do you know what right. I mean? I agree. I think you should be too. I think it's time. I think if you put on the sweater, the weather will come. One rain doth not a fall make. You know, you're going to light that candle. I am going to, um, um, let's see. I'm going to book a trip to Italy. Off. I'm going to book a trip to Italy. I'm going to book a nice summery <laughs> trip to Italy. Uh, well, that's fine. I, I, just, I don't see why you got to take your shirt off to, to book a trip to Italy. Let me smell your scent. Maybe summer. But it's not even that hot out. For you to smell this much like B.O. just to make it feel like summer is disingenuous. I don't wear I deodorant. I be smelling you. <laughs> I don't I wear deodorant until the leaves fall off the trees. I don't do it because it's Honey, summer. get my leaf blower. Get my leaf blower. Because we're about to change that. You're we're not about to change the leaves off the tree. Oh, get my ladder, honey. Get my leaf blower and my ladder. Samantha, you do not have to be you do not have to be a slave to these ideals. Look, Look what she's wearing. Look what she's wearing. Full length sweater. Full length sweater. Samantha, and we have the air conditioning on. It's cold in this house. Honey, I know a great divorce lawyer. If you are being uh forced do into these small ideals. Do not call her honey. Not like that. Like in the folksy way, sweetheart. You know, I it, it 
Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we've moved to the point where men who speak like that sound disgusting. No, only if your brain is disgusting. I am just <laughs> being a nice guy. Amanda, dear, if you need help, you come by our place. You can stay with us as long as you want. And I'll tell you this. We will make for you a strawberry dipped in whipped cream that'll make you think that you are on the Riviera. Why can't you just control the scent of your house for your season and I control the scent of my house? We'll try to keep all the scents indoors. I'll close my garage. You close your garage. Hi, you guys do um, hedges, right? And uh, um, uh, fences yeah, and stuff like that? Yeah, absolutely. Best hedges in town. Best hedges in town. Cleanest line, sharpest uh, line. I need a hedge very tall. And a, a type of shrub or plant. Is there one that keeps out smells, I'm wondering? Uh, well, there are definitely some plants that uh, grab some of the smell when they breathe the oxygen out of the air. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or, excuse me, when they when they take in the CO2 to create the oxygen. I understand. I understood what you meant. You didn't have to correct yourself or clarify. Um, I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Apology accepted. I, I, I'm looking to get a, a some sort of hedge to not just do some of the smells, I need a full smell block. I need it to be like I am uh, in a... Have you seen Scream 2? This is, Absolutely. You know in Scream 2, where they're in the um, kind of recording booth, and they're pounding, they're pounding, and the ghost face is chasing, uh, I think, David... David They've got not no clue. They've got no clue whatsoever. I need that type of room, a soundproof booth. Sure. But with smells. Where sure. if ghost face, in theory, was killing... David Arquette on the other side, yep. I couldn't smell a wick of it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, this is actually perfect timing. And we, we have a lot of really good fall deals right now on some of the summer foliage that wouldn't sell, um, that we're selling at a discount now since it's fall. Um, I'll be paying full price. Come- no, I'll actually be paying full price for those because it's not fall. It's September 24th. And um, mm-hmm. uh, so I appreciate that. And I'll, I'll I'll be having a call okay. with I guess um, I don't know the Better Business Bureau about that deal being just a little early. Okay, I do want you to know we did just pass over the vernal equinox, so technically I'm pretty sure we're in fall. Where well, the nights are longer than the days are now, so I would say if we were in spring, we'd be on the other side of that, you know, coming from daylight savings toward the vernal. But. Uh, are there any other businesses in town that do what you do? I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, this is almost like uh, I, I'm Jewish, and it's almost like buying a Mercedes, a.k.a. a Nazi sled, <laughs> where I'm working with somebody who is just so vehemently against what I believe. In, in, hey, Dad, Dad, I, I know I haven't seen you in a long time, and, you know, I haven't been able boy. to come home and visit from college this year, but... Uh, I got you a pretty good Hanukkah gift that I think you're going to be pretty excited about. Oh, I th- oh that's so amazing. I, <clears throat> I hope uh, you just just you being here is a gift. I'll say that right now. Oh, that's so nice. I mean, you are you are validating that it's Hanukkah, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, in previous years we haven't. It's caused a little bit of a fight. Oh, sorry if my excitement <laughs> about the gift is indicating that I'm going to open it now. No, I'll be opening the gift. Right as we cross over into winter, right? It's not really winter yet. Um, well, I mean, it is like late November. Yeah, the Jewish calendar is just a little wonky because it goes by the moon. And so 
I'm not saying you're, Jews you're are Jewish. wonky. I'm not saying Jews are wonky, <laughs> but I'm saying the calendar's Your a little calendar's wonky. wonky? And I feel it. I smell it. It's not winter yet. It's not Hanukkah time. But I'm very excited to open this and give you your present when it would be appropriate, which is, of course, not today. Um, I mean, I have to head back at the end of the weekend, so hopefully it's tomorrow. Well, I was going to give you your Labor Day present, but okay, I guess. It's uh, not even close to Labor Day. <laughs> well, I would have given it to you on Labor Day. Labor Day is not a smell-based holiday. It is a day. I knew Hanukkah, I shouldn't let you go to a liberal arts your... school. I knew I shouldn't let you go to a liberal arts school. <laughs> Dad, the rest of us know this. Seasons are real. What it's are you... not based on smells. It smells, it's sights, it's sounds. What are your friends teaching you there? I want to speak to your professors. You know, it's, it's... Dad, I had sex. And not just any kind of sex. I had a spring fling. I don't know if you're ready to hear that. Get out. Ow! Get out. I'm kicking you in your fucking little butt. Get out of my house. Oh, God, Dad, my butt. I have no son. (laughs) Just like we will have no son when the smells are right and it is winter at a certain time. You don't even know what you believe in. You're just stuck being wrong. All right. You're spending Hanukkah with your mother. Put the gun away. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I'm going to kill you and then I'm going to turn it on me. <laughs> the world has gone bad. Just light a candle, Dan. The world light a hot gone, dog candle. Oh, and then they'll put this on those damn true crime broadcasts you love so much. I know I said broadcasts. <laughs> it's not broadcast, Dad. That's only one of them, and it's about cows. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, it's just that freaking simple. Oh, you do yeah. a little pattern, you find an idea you like, and Dan initiates all the scenes. Did I? You I initiated the first one. I mean that as a thank you that you're so good at that, not okay. as a no, I didn't take it as that. away from me. Um, um Everybody but it is do a lovely it. part of performing with you. You always have an idea. I appreciate it. That's all I have. And everybody out there, do your own pattern games and send them right to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, is he about to ask for these? Uh, but thanks yes. for listening, everybody. I think we are just about to be on our tour. So please go check out Big Grande if you live in Chicago, if you live in Pittsburgh, if you live in Detroit, if you live in Toronto, Rochester. New York City, Rhode Island, uh, Cincinnati, or St. Louis will be in your cities October 27th yeah. through November 13th. And we want to thank everybody who helps us make the show. Of course, we got Brian Holmes, Hannah Rehack, our lovely theme song from Casey Trela, and our fantastic logo work from Annie Wu. Uh, and of course, to all of our patrons listening to this, thank you so much for your support, as well as your attention and time. We really appreciate having some people to do this for, uh, and it feels cool that you guys enjoy it. So thank you so much. RIP to Dan's microphone. If you're watching the video, it cannot stay in its little holster. But hey, we did a fun episode regardless. So uh, thank you so much for being here with us, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.